All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back to another Tech Talk. I'm your host, uh, Josh from Keep It Techie. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy all you guys are here, you know, to hang out. Uh, I got a good one today. Uh, I'm super excited again. You know what I'm saying? This is my man, Tech G. I brought him in, what what was that, like a year ago. It's been, it's, it's crazy. It's been a year, you know, since the last time I, you know, had him on the channel or whatever. But I wanted to bring him back because he's doing great things, you know, on his YouTube channel, helping people get into the IT field. And I definitely wanted to bring him back so we can, you know, chop it up again and, you know, just go through what he's doing on his channel to try to help people. So how you doing, Tag G? What's up, bro? What's up? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah. You loud and clear, loud and clear. All right. What's going on, man? Chilling, 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 man. So, uh, shout out. Let me give a couple of shout outs right fast. Uh, salute to everybody that's in the building. But shout out AM1. Good to see you, man. And Berno uh, M. Uh, good to see you, man. And yeah, he said he here from Mental Outlaw, man. Yeah, I interviewed Mental Outlaw about last year, too. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, he's a cool, cool guy, man. He's doing great things over there, helping people, you know, learn Gensu and other technologies. I know he's in the tech field, too. I'm going to try to get him on again. But shout out to uh, Mental Outlaw as well. Dollar Washer, good to see you. Professor Black Ops, what's happening, man? I definitely appreciate you uh, coming through, as well as Lovely Angel Lady, which is you know, my wife. That's Miss Keep It Techie in the building. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, but um, so, Tech G, first thing I want to do is allow you to, you know, kind of introduce yourself and uh, tell people about what you got going on. All right. So I'm Tech G. Um, I got a YouTube channel called Tech G. Website is called Technology G, uh, G-E-E. Um, so I work in IT. I've been in IT for about 19 years, coming up on 20. I started off in the military. Well, I actually started off in college by taking one class and failing it. But <laughs> I didn't really actually kick off my IT career officially until uh, about 2002. Um, so I was in the military for 13 years, did all kind of different things. Uh, got out the military. Um, you know, went back to school to get my master's degree in IT, my MBA. Um, I've worked for some private companies here and there, done some other things, everything from IT research to just, just a whole plethora of jobs. But what I do now, I do some, I do some, uh, well, I do a, another form of research currently with IT, but I also teach it. Um, I do some stuff at a tech college where I kind of teach some stuff. And, um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much what I do professionally on my YouTube channel, tech G. I pretty mm -hmm. much uh, have a channel where I teach entry level it, uh, people basically teaching people how to get into it, uh, by actually walking them through various entry level certifications. And then, you know, hopefully they can take that information, go out there and get a job. And then, you know, depending upon what they want to do, you know, they can go off and do all kind of wonderful things in IT. But I primarily try to push people towards cybersecurity because, you know, that's mm -hmm. uh, the big thing that's going on. But uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much my story for the most part. OK, OK, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, and you're 100 percent right, man. It's uh, cybersecurity is one of those big industries right now where you know, they're needing a lot of people. So I definitely agree with you there, you know, especially like with all these different hacks and stuff that have happened, like the the pipeline that happened on, uh, what was that, like two months ago or a month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, cybersecurity is definitely needed. They need people in that industry. So uh, shout out to you for doing that and uh, as well as, you know, your school and everything. And like I was saying, um, Tech G, and like he said as well, you know, he has a, a excellent channel that's helping people, you know, pass these certifications. But if you want to speak to that more, uh, you can, or if... Uh... Oh. oh, so, yeah, so right now um, I have uh, two, two classes up, and I'm working on the third one, but uh, basically... I put up entry-level IT cert. So I start with IT fundamentals. This is like the most bare bones, basic 
entry-level cert a person can attain. Um, and that cert is really just designed to give people like a bird's eye perspective of IT. Um, it's not, you know, something that's going to change your life and you're going to go out there and start making $100,000 off. But I, I promote that cert because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that just don't have any real of IT outside of the perspective of consumer technology. I mean, they know about iPhones and how to get on the internet and do various things, but they don't really have any understanding of it beyond that. And then I teach a class called A+. That's normally where most people tend to start off in IT, especially if you're going the path of networking or cybersecurity that you know I've gone down. Mm -hmm. um, I'm currently working on a Network Plus class. I'm still building lessons for that. And then after that, I'll be putting up information about cyber uh, security plus so it'll be it fundamentals a plus net plus security plus those are the four classes that will be on my youtube channel for free people all you gotta do is just watch take notes and then um you know i'll offer little other things here and there if you feel like the videos aren't enough for you but um so that's that's and then on my channel i just had a little various conversations about it and tech news but that's pretty much all i really do on that channel Okay, cool, cool, cool. So let me let me ask you this. This is kind of like one of my standard questions then. Um, so if someone was trying to get into the IT, do you think they should start with like training like this or try to go the traditional route as for a school? Um, and I'm well, go ahead. It depends on what do you want to do in IT? So we, we have to address that question first because mm -hmm. depending upon what you want to do, it's going to present you. Uh, various options for how to start. So if you come up to me and you, you're like, I want to be a computer scientist. Well, you're going to have to probably go to college. And my path isn't for college. Hmm. Uh, if you want to become a computer programmer, you're coding up stuff, you're you know doing all that wonderful stuff. Uh, that's not my lane. You're probably going to have to go to a college or a boot camp, tech college, or you know find some other free resources out there are very cheap resources out there. Um, if you want to become, you want to go into the path of like cybersecurity. Uh, yeah. My path is perfect for you. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to go to college to get it cracking in cybersecurity. Um, the search that I teach, they funnel people directly into, or they can funnel people directly into cybersecurity. So that's, but yeah, like I said, you don't need college for it. So, yeah. And I, I agree with you what you said earlier about um that that first course you were talking about the IT fundamentals um that's for the the people that haven't you know been in the field at all and they um just need to get a, a base understanding of how computers work because you need that in order to to move up into you know higher areas of IT and yeah. and I know you speak to that all the time basically saying that you know six months to a year or whatever you could be working in the field, you know, just by following these certifications. And, um, yeah. so I, I agree with you that, man. Um, now as, um, as far as, um, resources, um, what do you, what do you, um, do you recommend, um, and I'm trying to ask this question so you can kind of just, just talk or whatever, but, um, technology skills um should 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 this be the only you know thing they cover or should they you know or should they use other resources out there and i know it's kind of a weird question i'm just trying to get you to talk about as far as like what i offer yeah what you offer uh, and basically oh, what oh. i'm trying to get you to say is <laughs> and i <laughs> i'm basically walking you down but um use all the other resources out there as well as your training. That's, that's kind of what I was getting to. Yeah. 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 Um, so I always tell people, um, use at least two sources mm -hmm. whenever you're going for a certification or whatever it is you're learning. And, you know, that's including me. Um, like I say, if you, if people come to my channel and they're like, Hey, I want to learn a plus, I'm a watch tech G's videos, that's cool. You'll pass off my stuff. I got a lot of people that do, but I also encourage people to use other resources, whether mm -hmm. it's another free free resource or another resource you got to pay pay for, whatever the case may be, um, just so that you can make sure you're getting everything you need to know so that you can pass. Because even though I got 
I got people who pass strictly off my videos. Um, but there might be certain things in my videos where I might not go into extreme death and you might need more clarification on it. And then somebody else might go into extreme death and then vice versa. But regardless of how in detail somebody goes, the ultimate thing is when you guys go study for these certs with the hopes of actually sitting down to take the test, you got to remember you're the one who has to take the test, not me. <laughs> I've already taken the test. You, you got to go out there and take the test and pass it and hopefully pass on the first time go so you don't lose your money. But um, so it's important for you to make sure you're getting all of the information that you feel you need to get from whatever, however many sources you need to get it from mm -hmm. so that you hopefully do not waste your money and fail a cert on, you know, you know what I'm saying? You can go in there hopefully being fully prepared as much as you possibly can to successfully pass one of these certifications. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Now, let me ask you this. Do, do you recommend or do you offer, um, any type of hands-on style training and do you recommend people go through that type of training as well because i mean you you probably already know my answer as well or i want to i want to hear yours though well um currently so on my main website technology g so i, I sell study aids and study materials that comprise of like a bunch of notes quizzes practice tests and I also sell virtual lab simulations that people can practice on. Um, that's currently how, how my business is set up right now. Um, but that method requires you, it still requires you to uh, essentially self-study. And a lot of people are comfortable with self-studying. I mean, I'm one of those people, I can, you know, when it comes to certain IT things, I can self-study and, you know, that's, that's all I need to do. But there are other people who still need the uh, teacher-student interaction, whether it's in a class, a physical classroom setting, or it's through some type of virtual means. So I've actually had people ask me, um, can I actually teach them IT uh, essentially through the internet? Mm -hmm. And so I've been sitting around here trying, uh, not trying, but you know, coming up with different ideas on how to actually structure that. And um, so hopefully in the coming months, I'll have uh, I'll be conducting classes with people who prefer the student, the, the student, <laughs> the student teacher dynamic where I'm actually teaching them in real time. They get opportunities to ask me questions and then I'm getting it set up to where I can show them labs on how to do certain activities related to whatever lesson we're talking about in real time as they're watching me do it and they're doing it on their computer. So. That's something that I'm currently working on right now mm -hmm. uh, to get set up. But, uh, you know, ultimately, I'm a one man operation over here. So it's going to, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of a slow motion process. But uh, so it just really basically what I'm getting to. I'm trying to present as many options as I can through my particular website that meets certain needs. Like mm -hmm. I say, I've met I'm currently meeting the need of helping people to study on their own. But then there's also, like I said, another population of people that prefer the uh, teacher-student interaction. So I'm trying to get that set up for people who prefer to go with that method. So, but it just really depends on how you prefer to learn. Me, I can study on my own and be just fine. But yeah. some people, they just can't, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm the same way, man. I, um, I get kind of study on my own and figure things out and uh actually master something just by just by playing around with it. it's 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 difficult for me to like read the book without actually doing some type of hands-on training to fully mm -hmm. grasp it or understand it's where i can apply it uh in whatever situation it is so i, de I definitely agree with you there you know what i'm saying and that's yeah that's one of my things that's shout out to um uh, one of the things i try to say all the time but shout out to uh the one lightfoot but he always says or his little group is a uh, lab every day you know what i'm saying yeah. and and that's yeah that's a great you know slogan or whatever for people that are getting into it field you you have to get that hands-on training in order to to fully master you know what you're trying to learn and it all also depends on what, what you said with um the way you learn 
because not everybody learns the same exact way. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And some people could just watch your videos and pass, like you said, and some people just need that instructor teacher, you know, type of relationship in order to, you know, pass. So I, I definitely agree. Oh, go ahead. Were you finna ask something? Nah, nah. I was, I was agreeing with you. No, no, you're right. Okay. Um, it's, it's just you, like I say, the most important thing is how do you prefer to learn, and then that will present you various types of options for you to pick from. So, mm-hmm. um, like I said, I'm just a one man band. I can't do it all because I know. I, so you know, in addition to that, I'm also trying to uh, create an actual real quote unquote school in my local area. With um, various uh, other IT professionals that I know, most of them are family members. Where we're actually, you know, going out into the community, you know, you know, trying to. Uh, my goal is to really go out there into the hoods, or you know, whatever the proper term is, urban area. Well, black people. Let's just <laughs> yeah. keep it like that. Keeps black people IT. That that's um in my local area. That's that's uh you know presenting some challenges, <laughs> but yeah. uh you know so. And I'm trying to do a couple things here, but you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's you know, it, when you're a one man band operation, uh, you know, things is uh, can't go as fast as you envision them going. So. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this: Have you? Uh, and this is this might be too personal. You ain't got to answer, but um, have you looked into grants or whatever or anything like that to assist? Yeah, yeah, I, I've I've looked into it, and um, so basically. If I were to go set up shop in my local community, um, you know, I got two options. I got for profit or not for profit. Mm-hmm. So if I go the not for profit route, that would open me up to possibly attaining a bunch of grants from the federal government. And this yeah. is like prime time to do it. So anybody out there who wants to take this idea and apply it in your local area, feel free to do it. But, um, you know, the federal government, due to all the hacking and cybersecurity, ransomware attacks and all that stuff uh, there, they are Biden is in conjunction with the Pentagon. They're proposing to put like upwards of like 10 billion dollars into the uh, federal budget for 2022 dedicated just for cybersecurity efforts. Wow. And so what that means is that means they're going to be hiring a bunch of people to enter I.T. slash cybersecurity. But they're also going to be dishing out a bunch of grants to mm-hmm. try to, uh, you know, for various reasons that are directly related to cybersecurity efforts, even if it means educating and training people up. So I'm saying all to say one of the things I would like to do is uh, possibly get my hands on some of that grant money <laughs> so, so I can go out there and do the necessary things that I feel like I need to do to make a direct impact with people I can uh, you know, reach out touch and see in real time mm-hmm. to uh educate them on it cybersecurity, and all that stuff so that's a possibility but mm-hmm. um it's like i say for the most part I'm, I'm a one-man band operation i mean i got some people interested in helping that you know live around away from me but it's still uh you know it's still you know it's still a bit of a, a bit of a struggle yeah so yeah. yeah. Now let me let me let, let me uh ask you this question because this oh first before I ask you that question shout out to Kenny Conjo for the uh super chat I definitely appreciate it. he says weekend uh greetings keep it techie G Lowry and everyone I definitely like seeing this I'm not home we'll catch a playback salute to the IT professionals uh blessings and enjoy your weekend shout out to you Kenny Conjo I definitely appreciate it man that's one of the tech bros he be putting out videos as well you know okay. uh in that field so. Uh, cybersecurity. So, um, and then it was, uh, so it was, it was something I wanted to ask you. Oh, here we go. Uh, let's get to the money. So, <laughs> how much do uh, a lot of these jobs pay, or how much do people can, how much can people expect to get once they get into the field or start making? Uh, so with cybersecurity, because you know that's that's my uh lane, my main lane of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh. Entry level job, cybersecurity. I would. I'm talking about entry level, meaning you don't have any real experience. You just, you know, you got some certs and you're out there going to get your first job. Realistically, you're probably looking at anywhere between forty to fifty thousand starting off. Um, that's not a lot of money, but then again, it can be classified as a lot of money depending upon how you look at it. And what mm-hmm. I mean is, you got kids in high school in certain areas and even down in my city that are learning this stuff in high school. So, you know, when they graduate high school, they're like 18 years old. 
you know, just imagine being an 18 year old. Your first job is paying you forty to fifty thousand dollars straight out of high school, yeah. no college. That's crazy. That's a lot of money for an eighteen year old. Mm-hmm. You know, they they may not even have to go to college, or they can fund their own college endeavors. Now, if you're a grown person with bills, kids, and all that stuff, it might not seem like a lot of money. You're like forty, fifty. Why would I do that? But you got to understand that doesn't mean you're going to be stuck making forty, fifty thousand dollars for the rest of your life. Although you can, but if you're one of these people who you try to apply yourself. You go for a higher level search, get your experience and skills up. Uh, and you can quickly, you can make, you can kick the doors open rather quickly to uh, up your income to, uh, inc- you know, reach that six figure and beyond mark. And I always give this example of my youngest brother. My youngest brother's in tech. He's been doing, I- he's uh, 37. He's been doing IT for like nine years. He started off at a help desk. Uh, right now he does cybersecurity he makes $130,000 a year yeah. and he, uh, he has no college degree. He got a couple of it certs, but he's only been in it for nine years. Grand total. He makes uh technically he makes more money than me mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've been doing it longer than him, yeah. but you know, so you can make money. Um, but the, the money aspect um, there is really going to depend upon your dedication to upping your skills and making yourself more marketable. Mm-hmm. Um, the entry level stuff that I teach is because you know, I had a little discussion about this uh, not too long ago on another YouTuber's channel. The entry level stuff that I teach is designed to get you in the door, but you can't be comp complacent. You'd be like, I, I got my A plus, net plus, I'm good. I mean, you can technically be good, but you can't, you know, you're probably never going to reach the six figure mark with just the A plus, net plus, the security plus. You got to, you know, keep going. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, and I I 100 percent agree with you, man. That's yeah. I mean, and that's that's one of the things I say in when getting into the IT as well. You got to have that. You got to keep that thirst for learning because once you once you start in it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's cool. But in order to stay in, stay in it and be successful and continue raising your your uh, your income from it. Uh, mm-hmm. You constantly got to have that thirst for learning. So I, I agree with you there. You know, that's and that's why I always tie it back to the, you know, the lab every day thing, because that's how you continue, you know, adding on to your skills by practicing and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You got to change your mindset and and constantly want to, you know, learn something new in order to be successful and keep keep pushing forward. But I got a question for you from the chat. It's from East Coast 100. He basically says, um, how do you get a security clearance while working a regular job or when you're in the military? And I know the answer. I just want to see if you, you know. What um, so security clearances. So I've had a top secret clearance since 2003 mm-hmm. uh, or 2004 when I first came into the military. Um, now, how the process works. So if you're going the military route, I don't know. Truth be told, I don't know exactly how I was elected to get a clearance. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it was because of my job in the military. Yeah. But even within my particular MOS, uh, it was 25 Bravo for those who were military, basically IT. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a bunch of people who didn't have that high of a clearance that I had. And But I think as far as the military goes, I know you got to um, – they're going to they're gonna check – well, the military is going to pay for your clearance first and foremost. That's the best benefit about the clearance. If they want you to have a clearance, they're going to pay for it because these things can cost thousands of dollars to conduct, probably tens of thousands or whatever. And uh, they're going to they're going to conduct background checks, check. I mean, credit history checks. They're going to check, you know, your criminal history. Obviously, they're going to mm-hmm. check to see if you have any connections to foreign countries. Like they're gonna they're gonna get extremely detailed up in this thing, right? To the point where you know, um, you know, shout out to Master IT. Matter of fact, Master IT, he's in the chat right now. He and I used to be in the military at the same time. So he, he can also, you know, answer this question. But they're going to they're going to get extremely detailed with it. Um, but like I say, I've had one since 2004. But the reason I was given one is because a lot of the jobs in the military that I was working required me to be in a position where you had to have a clearance to work. Mm-hmm. So I used to work in the I used to work with the NSA. And so just to get into the building, even if you wanted to push papers around, you had to have a, a clearance to get into the building. Now, with civilian uh, jobs to get a clearance, um, 
this is kind of where being in the military is a benefit. So you're in the military to give you a clearance. Well, that makes you more marketable to a civilian company. You know, somebody that, you know, like uh, Lockheed Martin or Boeing or something like that or whoever else is out there. Because that company doesn't, they're not going to, they're not, they don't have to pay for the clearance. The military already paid for it. Mm -hmm. Now, if, if you're trying to get a clearance and you're working for a civilian company, um, well, the company's going to have to pay for that clearance. Now, I don't know how you're going to go about selling them on the idea of giving you the clearance if you don't have one. It's possible to do. I don't know, but I've just been in the position I've had one since 2004. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm, I'm slightly a little different as compared to somebody who's coming straight off the street in the IT. And they're like, yo, I want to go get me an interim clearance or a secret clearance or a TS clearance. I'm not... I'm not sure as to exactly how uh, how you would sell that to a company because they're going to have to go out there and and uh, fund fund that endeavor for you. Mm -hmm. And like I say, this isn't no cheap thing. You're talking right. probably like ten, twenty thousand, maybe even more, depending upon how deep into your history they got to get. So, mm -hmm. but there is a benefit to having one because you know we go back to what I was saying earlier about how much money you can make. So if you do get a clearance, that can uh, put you in a position to make more money than somebody that doesn't have a clearance because you know you'll be able to get access uh not necessarily access to information but you'll be able to work in certain environments where mm -hmm. you have to have that clearance and and like i said often especially if you're dealing with like the government like i said i was working with the nsa mm -hmm. that oftentimes come with an automatic pay increase just because yep. you know so yep 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 that's that's true man that's true i've you know i've had a clearance as well for a while uh, and I've actually worked on a couple of government contracts and I've, I've, uh, I've actually seen some civilians with a clearance. And this was while I yeah. was in Afghanistan, they, they, the company, like you said, had to pay for it. They, they footed the bill because of, and it was, it was mainly because of the positions they yeah. were basically teachers, which, you know, majority well, ain't no job in the military for, well, it is if you call it, consider a drill sergeant, you know, a teacher, but that's the only, you know, it ain't no like regular teacher, like in, you know, high school teachers or college professors, there is no positions like that in the military. So uh, the requirements for those positions needed someone with that background, like a professor, uh, so they can mm -hmm. come up with cu curriculums and all that stuff. So that was like special cases. Uh, it was two guys I work with. They were actually professors or teachers uh, that taught like history or something like that. Anyway, they was able to get one. So there yeah. were special cases where you can sell it on your company, like you said, you know, to get that clearance, to get get that position because they they have no choice, you know, at that at the mm -hmm. end of the day. Most other positions, you know, people coming out of military, you know, they already have that clearance. So, you know, it's it's no no um, no money that the company has the foot to bring them in. So it does make you way more mortgageable when you have it. So I definitely yep. agree with you there as well. But um shout out to wizard customs i definitely appreciate it uh he says uh uh keep this show going i will i will man i'm gonna keep keep trying to bring in people that are in the tech field that work in the tech field you know and try to try to uh get them to talk about their experiences as well as you know their background to try to help someone get into the field i definitely appreciate it um as well as master it shout out to you he says tech is a marathon not a sprint uh, y'all keep grinding uh g with the gems yeah he is dropping a bunch of gems you know what i'm saying that's why you know i wanted to bring him on bro he he always and, and, oh, and, go ahead. and shout out no no i'm saying shout out the master it i i know this guy personally so mm -hmm. he and i used to work in the military at the same time we was in the same battalion and <laughs> we taught it together um so he's another guy out there mm -hmm. that's extremely thorough about teaching it as well so yeah, yeah, yeah. And um yeah, he came on I was able to get him on, you know, a while back and he talked about uh the courses that he he has as well. So check him out as well if you guys are interested. Uh Master IT, shout out to him. I follow him on Instagram. He always putting out the funny memes <laughs> uh basically trying to help people get into the IT. Yeah, well, into the IT field. So yeah, definitely appreciate it. Um so um I guess the next thing I kind of wanted to ask you was uh it was it was another question I actually seen so let me let me uh scroll up right fast to try to find it 
Um, but shout out to a few people I'm seeing. Uh, Mike M. Good to see you, DC. Um, Eska, I don't want to mess up your name, man. Uh, I S or I Scandura, whatever. Uh, I'm sorry, man. Sorry to mess up your name, bro. Uh, shout out to you, uh, Kenneth Colin. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, I ain't, I ain't like saying that name, <laughs> but shout out to you, bro. Uh, definitely appreciate you coming through, man. Um, it was a question. Let's see. Once the live is over, hit me up, G. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, um, programming languages. Let me just let me just throw this out there. Any any that you recommend or whatever uh, for uh, people to try to learn if they trying to get into so, it. So, I'm not I'm not your local resident expert programmer. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give the same you know standard answers everybody else gives. Yeah. Learn Python because <laughs> <laughs> yep. you know that's that's actually what I'm trying to learn. You know, whenever I got a little downtime, I try to you know learn a little couple things here and there, but um. I've heard plenty of people in the past and other programmers on various YouTube channels. They always say start with Python. So I'm, I'm following their recommendations on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I've been doing too. Cause I'm not no programmer either. I've, I have some experience programming, you know, different things. Like um, I started out learning VBA and uh, once you, once you kind of understand the concept of programming and the, um, the different, you know, aspects of it, it, it can apply across the board, almost across the board. Yeah, it's, it's certain syntaxes that are different, you know what I'm saying, the way you, you say certain things or type certain things, you know what I'm saying, in the code. But essentially, the concepts are the same. So I definitely, yeah. yeah. Now, um, since you're a veteran and you brought it up or whatever, and I'm a veteran as well, uh, do you know of any other resources for vets out there to try to help them get into? Is that something that you're going to incorporate as well? In, in what uh, uh, so I know I'm throwing you off. <laughs> not, well, no, no, you're not. I'm trying to think. So, like I say, I got out the Army after 13 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back to school for my graduate degree using my GI Bill. So uh, that's that's a that's a obviously benefit that a veteran could use their GI Bill to pay for a formal college. And I believe you can also use it for paying for uh, tuition at a tech college mm-hmm. if you, you want to go that route. Um, there may be some other programs out there. I, I personally haven't looked into them because I haven't really had a need to look into them that deep. Yeah. But if. If I were to go the route of trying to start my own little IT school here in Orlando, out in my local community, and I go like the not the not for profit route or something, or maybe even the for profit route, it just depends. That's something that's probably something I'm going to have to look into because I do come across a lot of vets down here in Orlando mm-hmm. that when they discover that I do IT, they oftentimes ask me how to get into it and how, can they use their benefits and. My go-to answer has always been, you know, go, go, uh, you know, call the VA. They got all the answers because <laughs> I don't know all the answers, but um, I do know the um, the GI Bill can be used towards college. Um, and you can, matter of fact, there was a, I want to say I met a retired first sergeant. Uh, that's an E8 for those you don't know, but a uh, retired first sergeant about a year ago who was actually going through an IT boot camp down here. And matter of fact, I had a friend that was doing this. And I want to say that they were actually using a portion of their GI Bill. Now, so you got the GI Bill. And then there's this other thing that's where it's like a separate pot of money. I can't remember what it's called, where you can use it strictly for vocational training. And I believe that they can use that money to send you to tech school or even to pay for like an IT boot camp of sorts. But Mm -hmm. When I was getting out the army, a capping, um, basically, a cap is basically the your 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 the process you go through for getting out the military. For all you non-military folks, they was telling me about this, but I that was, that was like six years ago. I can really can't remember exactly what the mm-hmm. conversation was about. But I would imagine that there are programs out there to help vets get educated into tech. Um, I'm pretty sure if you go to you just type in you know something in the Google search bar uh VA programs to help vets get into tech. I'm pretty sure the stuff that I just stated will pop up. And there might be some other stuff out there, but oh there it is. Matter of fact, Master IT put it in the chat. 
He yep. says voc vocational rehab. That was the actual name of the thing I was thinking of. So like I said, I know of the GI Bill and I know of vocational rehab. Vocational rehab might be the program if you're a vet that can actually help you pay for tech college and or IT boot camps. So that, that's um that's pretty much what I know about that. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. And, and somebody else said vet tech program. I've never heard of that, but that might be something else to look at as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I actually see it now. I'm, I'm finna post the link as well. So for all you military vets out there, you know, uh, it's not too late to actually get an IT you can use. If you haven't used your, you know, GI Bill up or, you know, uh, and you want to get into the tech field or um, things out here that can assist you, you know, help you get into the field. So I definitely appreciate you, you know, covering that or whatever, talking about that, uh, because I know it's a lot of vets that come through and talk um, in the chat every now and then, you know what I'm saying? Because they know I'm a vet. So mm -hmm. uh, those resources out there, they're they're all available, you know, just got to search and look for it. Yep. Yeah. So uh, now um, are you planning on uh, incorporating uh, um, a cloud? Uh, course like cloud plus um so i've been talking about that as well um so like i said the stuff that i put up is all entry level so i've had mm -hmm. people ask me oh do you teach ccna penetration testing cloud plus linux plus you know all kind of stuff man some mm -hmm. of the stuff i gotta go get certified in before i even teach it but mm -hmm. um if i were to do it it would be behind a paywall if i were to you know do the model of you know making the videos and you know you doing the self-taught method or um but i was thinking about at least the cloud perspective because i got a family member that does tech down here and this person's been dealing with uh vms and cloud he's like a guru in this stuff mm -hmm. so if i were to actually do something like that and i can get my family member on board that might be something relegated towards like some in-person training of sorts um you know i i don't know so but Basically, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, any higher level certs beyond A plus and that plus security plus, uh, you know, that that stuff, that stuff will have to be behind a paywall because, you know, the thing is, this stuff takes up a lot of my time. You know, I don't mind doing it, but like I guess I'm a one man band operation over here. But this stuff takes up a lot of time to try to put together material that, you know, you all can use and go out there and uh, hopefully successfully pass your certification on the first try <laughs> so mm -hmm. um so that would be that, that those are some p possible options i'm not you know putting anything in in stone right now so okay 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 yeah and you, you like the the second person i've met that actually um worked with the nsa that's that's super cool how was it working well whatever you can say i don't want to down how was it working with the nsa you know or well, I was I was working with the NSA for um, what year was it? Uh, 2007 to 2010, right before I went to Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. So I, I was on Fort Gordon. So, um, you know, there's an NSA compound up in the D.C., Maryland area. And then there's one in uh, Augusta, Georgia, on Fort Gordon. I was I was down there. Okay. Um, when I was there, I was I was still doing uh, IT work. I was just doing it for the NSA. Now, there were some other things that I had to do in conjunction with just regular basic, uh, you know, going around fixing printers and resetting username and passwords. Because uh, my particular office uh, where I worked at, I like to say it was probably the most important most important room in the entire building because on the other side of my office was a was a whole bunch of uh, I like to call it a little mini data mini data center, but it was just a bunch of, a bunch of whole bunch of devices over there mm -hmm. that was worth probably a man. I want to have to go look at my NCOERs, but it was probably worth like a hundred to two hundred million dollars wow. worth of stuff over there that was designed to um, make sure communications were effective. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> you know some of the stuff that we was dealing with, uh, we had people. Um, you know, this is all publicly known information but yeah they, they had people in the in the building that their whole mission in life was to come to work put headphones on mm -hmm. and listen to cell phone conversations of people halfway around the world wow. <laughs> so we had to make sure that the circuitry and everything was up and running 24 7 so that mm -hmm. these people can do whatever the heck it is that they were doing and so anything went down any lights went red mm -hmm. we had to be on it but 
essentially I worked in a building where there were no windows. I would go to work. It'd be dark outside. I get off work after doing 12 hours. It'd be dark outside when I go home. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it it was very, it was very high speed, very important stuff. Um, And that was part of the reason why they, they, uh, uh, they had me get a top secret clearance because, you know, some of the crazy systems in there we were dealing with that are vital to uh, playing an intricate role to the overall national security. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's super cool, man. It's, that's that's dope right there though <laughs> you know i mean it sounds dope until you, you know look, i'm not i'm not listen i'm not trying to because you know people throw out those titles oh the fbi the cia the nsa man mm-hmm. it sounds cool until you get in there you're like man i'm, I'm really in here doing this but you know mm-hmm. you know it, it's, it's it looks great on my resume i put it that okay. way because i need to go out there and get me another job you're like wow you work for the nsa you got a ts clearance Come on in. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It, it makes my life a lot easier. But those three years I was in there, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I was having the time of my life. Yeah. I was in there working 12-hour shifts, B, oh, to yeah. the point – I'm talking about four or five days a week to the point where um, it was hard for me to put in vacation time sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it wasn't all peaches and cream. But after it's all said and done, it helps my resume – shine and glow like you know like a mug <laughs> compared mm-hmm. to the average person out there you know what i mean yeah 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 i heard people get burnt out over that well it, it all depends on what 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 job you're doing you know what i'm saying and and yours was very important based on what you were saying you know yeah. you just got to keep these systems up and running so uh it can be stressful you know what i'm saying but also you know cool as well so um but yeah so that's pretty much all the questions you know I have for you. But uh, if there's anything else you want to talk about on your, as far as what you're doing on your channel or any future things or you know what you got going on on your on your side. So mm-hmm. yeah, so like I say, my main focus with the Tech D channel is just to create, keep creating content. Um, because uh, you know, some people ask me why why I created this channel. Um, it was it was it was really created. One, it was created because another content creator uh, was talking slick to me one day about <laughs> basically asked me, well, what you do for the black community? Right. Yeah, it was one of those conversations. Up. Right. <laughs> and so at the time, I couldn't provide any evidence of what I do other than saying, yeah, I work in tech. I've taught people. I've helped teach hundreds of people IT. And he was like, well, prove it. I'm like, well, how am I supposed to prove it? You know, I'm supposed to call people up on the spot. Like, how does that work? So I was like, I'll just create a YouTube channel teaching it, right? And so the initial reason was to, uh, well, I'm going to go out here and put this channel up, and I'm going to try to help a bunch of black folks out in IT because, you know, we all engage in these conversations on YouTube. Those of us who are who run around in these black YouTube spaces, people are always talking about tech, solutions, this, solution, that. I was like, well, I don't have all the solutions in life, but I know two things well. I know the military and I know IT. So I can teach you how to get into IT in case you don't want to join the military. So that, that was initially my solution to uh, the community. But as the channel started growing, because uh, I think we're over like 4,000 subs, I started posting content on it last year. I've had a lot of people, a lot of people gravitate towards the channel, um, white, black, whatever. Everybody's out there getting, getting some of this work. You know what I'm saying? To go out there and help them get IT certification. So, mm-hmm. um, so my mission is just to keep uh, growing the channel. Uh, you know, just doing my part, trying to educate people on IT, uh, stressing the importance of it because uh, we're not going back to the era of the Flintstones, <laughs> where like you're gonna have to deal with you're gonna you're gonna come into contact with IT in some form or shape or, or whatever. You don't have to become an IT expert to your level, my level, or anybody else's level, but you can at least get some baseline understanding, and also. You know, you can you can use this to, uh, you know, if, let's just say you you uh, you got kids, middle school, elementary school, and they don't have any type of STEM program, man, YouTube, you know, channels like mine, yours, Master IT, you know, you got options out there to where you can um, get your kids schooled up so that they can be competitive in the 21st uh, century so that they can learn these things that other children are getting access to in their schools that your child may or may not be getting access to. So that's another reason why I created the channel. In addition to my ultimate vision of trying to go out into my actual community and set up shop and directly impact these kids face to face or young adults face to face or whatever. 
So, but overall, that's just what I'm doing, man. Just mm -hmm. video by video, slow process until you know I become YouTube rich and I can hire some people. But yeah. until then, <laughs> I gotta grind it out one video at a time when I have time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Exactly. I, I agree, man. Yeah, that's that's dope, man. I'm 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 um I'm very um trying to think of the right word, man. Um I, I fully support your mission. You know what I'm saying? That's that's basically what I'm trying to say, man. So yeah. anything I could do to help you, you know, just let me know. You know what I'm saying? We, I mean, I already talked to you, you know, you know, outside of YouTube, but um anything you need, you know what I'm saying, you always uh welcome to ask me you know what i'm saying is nah you're a great there. help because like like i like listen listen y'all so you, you know just to give you a, a perspective on keep it techie how valuable i think he is i was at work yesterday what was it yesterday or the other day mm -hmm. um and i was me and my co-worker were trying to solve a problem with a linux machine and you know it had to do with um trying to install virtual box on on ubuntu we got we got all that figured out, but we had issues trying to spin up a Windows machine in the virtual box. It kept giving us this error that we couldn't solve. And I, I went all over YouTube trying to find an answer. I went to the blog boards. I was like, let me call Keep It Techie. So I called him. Hey, man, what is the problem with this computer? And he's over here helping me and me and my coworker in real time. I'm like, and my coworker's like, who's this? I'm like, oh, this is dude I know on YouTube, man. So he, he makes a lot of videos. He's a. Uh, He's a he's a Linux expert out in these streets, so he's gonna get us right. So you helped us out because the solutions you because you know, I don't know what the heck I forgot what it was. We whatever you told us to do, we went out there and did it. And we got we got it uh we got it fixed for the most part. I think we still ran to another bug, but okay. um now nah, you're very valuable too. So it ain't just so I guess what I'm saying is you know, these relationships that we forge and, and form, you know, I know everybody likes to watch us talk about tech, but reality is I call him or I reach out to him, you know, you know, you know, not, not every day, obviously, but you know, I, whenever I got an issue, especially if it's something related to Linux, he's like, keep it taking like the first person I always tell people to go holler at whether people asking me in my, my uh, comment section on my channel, they'll be like, what about Linux? Go see keep it taking. It, like I said, it's getting to the point where I'm actually calling him up at my job, asking him for advice on the spot. <laughs> like, how do you fix this problem, bro? Cause I don't, I don't, I'm not the Linux dude like you. So, um, so, that, you know, that's just one area, but, you know, mm -hmm. and then shout out to Professor Black Ops. He's another brother. He's a cybersecurity expert. Oh, He's, yeah. uh, you know, it's all about Security Plus. And then, like I said, shout out to Master IT. He's another dude out there as well that I, I know personally. Um, you know, my thing is we all can come together like like Voltron around here and get and really get it popping somehow, some way. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that would be, but... <laughs> Yeah. But uh, you know, we got we got between just the four people I named myself, Keep It Techie, uh, Professor Black Ops, and uh Master IT. And I'm pretty sure I'm missing somebody, so forgive me if I didn't give you a shout out. You know, there there's there's a there there's no excuse as to why we uh black people couldn't, you know, take advantage of all this knowledge and experience and education and, and well experience or whatever we got. To really get people into it and understanding it beyond just the consumer standpoint you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. there, there's a whole gang of things we can do you know what i mean so exactly i i agree and um shout out to professor black ops as well uh, you know he always putting out these videos man i really um he's valuable in his community as well and uh shout out o'shea lennox good to see you man um but he, uh, Professor Black Ops did bring up a question right fast before we leave, but he said, what is Tech G thinking of the U.S. government getting a grade of C in cybersecurity? Do you have you heard about that or I haven't heard about it? I haven't heard about that. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't even know how. Yeah, I don't even know how they grade this. But yeah, I, I don't know. You probably have to answer that question. Well, one thing I could say, you know, with the with the government <laughs> We we all know this because we worked in the government, uh, but uh, me, you, and Professor Black Ops. But um, they always behind when it comes to you know upgrading stuff, <laughs> yeah. and it, and it's not because of uh, they funding or anything. It's because they want to make sure make sure the new software that's coming out is gonna you know line up with what they need, and as well that's as um, you know no security holes. 
So if they get something and it's patched good and it's still, you know, within the life, they, they'll keep it going, you know, until the end of life. And a lot of times they upgrade things at the last minute. Like I was on a contract a while back where um, I think uh, this was before Windows 7 went uh, EOL uh, end of life. And um, they were rushing last minute to upgrade all the Windows 7 computers to Windows 10. Um, they just always behind when it comes to the government. So that's that's one thing. And and also with the cloud, you know, what I'm saying they, most, you know, government agencies or whatever, you know, they're not in the cloud yet. They going to be moving to the cloud. I, I suspect, you know, soon I've seen I think I've seen an article a while back uh, something about um, them moving to the cloud eventually. Um, yeah. You know, but I think that's why their grade is so low when it comes to stuff because they use older technology or it takes a while for them to upgrade to the newest and or latest technology that's my opinion i don't know if you think it otherwise i mean it makes sense um like i say i would have to see exactly what's the criteria that they're using to dish out this grade mm-hmm. i mean i would imagine what you stated is a possibility because yeah when i was in the military you know what was it 2000 i was at the schoolhouse on fort gordon in um 2010 i think we were using windows 7 mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken window and and everybody else was on windows 8 or windows 10 or something like that mm-hmm. and uh but like you stated the reason why that is because the u.s military at least the u.s military they they go through and they pretty much you got to have like all the bugs worked out of an operating system for the most part, you know, try to keep this in the simplest explanation before the military will roll it out across, you know, mm-hmm. across the platform. Um, and that's why they're always like one or two operating systems behind, which can translate into being one or two years behind. So I don't know if that's a part of the grading system or if another aspect of the grading system could be how well they respond to, you know, cyber attacks, you know, I, I, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I would imagine that, like I said, I, w- I guess I would need more information as to how they actually like what's the criteria for the grade. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, shout out to uh, Zero. I see him in the building. I just uh, interviewed him uh, two weeks ago. Shout out to him. He say uh, Linux people spend all their time figuring out how to set gateways. By the time they get on the Internet, they're sleepy. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, man. It's it's, sometimes with Linux, it is tough. Uh, You do run into, you know, bugs that you have to fix because, you know, different hardware and all that stuff and uh, certain things you can't, you can't just get working right. I mean, they're making a lot of improvements with it, especially with the major distributions out there. Um, you know, as far as it working with different hardware and not, not having many issues. But, yeah, it is, though, sometimes, you know, you run into issues where it takes you about an hour to figure out what a problem is. And it's something simple a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, but shout out to you, Gabe. I, I mean, um, sorry about that. Shout out to you, Tech G. I appreciate you coming through. I call said me, Gabe. Call me Gabe. Hey, yeah, I know, here. right? <laughs> shout out to Gabe, hey. Shout out to Gabe, man. <laughs> Um, let me see. It was nothing else. Um, anyway, um, shout out to you, Tay G, for coming through, man. I definitely appreciate you doing this, man. And shout out to everybody that came through. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, all this is is to try to help people get into the field. You know what I'm saying? And and um, hopefully it does some help. You know, by getting people into the field or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I, by putting out or allowing people to come onto my platform to talk about, you know, their experiences as well as what they what they offer. Like, so check out Tech G, man. He got a lot of great information over there, great things that he's putting out there to try to help people get into the field. And salute to everybody that came through again and peace.